0: Hey friends, welcome to Woman-Owned Wallet, the podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Dare, a serial entrepreneur who has already made all of the money mistakes, so you don't have to. Now I'm working on my money mindset, expanding my companies, and having open conversations with women around a subject that shouldn't be so taboo, money. My company, Woman Owned Wallet, and I are determined to help you foster a more positive relationship with your wallet and help you create a life that makes you say, Wow. Hey, money makers. Welcome back to another episode of Woman Owned Wallet, the podcast. Today, we have the amazing, the marvelous <laughs> Melissa with us for a money mindset mini sode with Melissa so thanks Melissa for coming back for yet another season we love you
1: of course I'm so excited to be here another alliteration filled podcast episode you know it's like <laughs> our favorite
0: I love alliterations I just do alliterations just make the world go around sometimes
1: jazzes up anything
0: and puns I love a good pun that's a really good one well, today, this will be exciting for y'all. Maybe you get to hear about all my struggles, I guess, like the rest of the podcast. <laughs> 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 Nothing new there. But um, uh, Melissa and I actually haven't seen each other in a while because like i would be feeling good about that money mindset that she helped me to really like stay strong in. And I'm just like, you know what, Melissa, before we like really get into other stuff, like maybe we should just have, what do you call it, an audit?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe we should have an audit. (sighs) See how I'm really doing deep down inside there.
1: Okay. So I don't know. Let's see what's up. (laughs) I mean, we talked about a lot of stuff in our one minute catch up with each other before we started recording. And I think that the general consensus if anybody off anyone in your life came and said, Hey, how are you feeling about money? you would say,
0: Fine. I'm pretty neutral right now, actually.
1: Not stressed?
0: I feel a slight pull. I don't know if it's like... I mean, here's what I should say is that I've struggled so much in the past. It doesn't feel like that. So it doesn't feel like, you know, I'm at my rock bottom or anything like that. My reality is that I have some money in my bank account. It's all right. But that I have more expenses than I used to. And that my loan from the SBA has gone down because I've invested it into all of these revenue streams. And some of those are like brand new businesses, basically. So woman-owned wallet at the gift shop, killing it. We love her. So I hired a retail manager, Paige, who you all will meet on the podcast, mm-hmm. obsessed. She's amazing. So, so sweet and amazing. And that's great. But like now my payroll's double, <laughs> so... I felt like I was ready for it, but doing that in Q1, a little stressful and doing that in Q1 with starting these service-based businesses that I've started where we're like really still building those brands and like launching them. We've got some clients, but not the full roster is a little stressful. So that's where I'm at. I'm in the middle.
1: I can imagine (laughs) that could be a little stressful, but I feel like in the past it was always focusing on fighting fires. Mm -hmm. and very stress-filled and now you seem much more calm yeah and obviously very well informed about where you are and what's going on but you're still kind of like at this impasse where you've made all these choices moved all in the right direction but you're waiting to turn that corner to get into the better spot that you've been working towards so Mm -hmm. what are your concerns in that regard
0: My concerns are mainly that I actually feel by the summer, so like another quarter, I will have a full roster with my services. Like people are literally reaching out to us. Like I'm not even having to do any hard sells because for like the media services and for even the event services, like I've shown up in a lot of ways, like joined a few boards. um, So I do their stuff for free. But that's part of like kind of my giving back to the neighborhood or giving back to like and making sure that they have a great experience. But then it's like 20 people that are willing to say that that I do a good job. So in a way, it was like portfolio building. And I feel like those are coming back. Like it's kind of my sales funnel a little bit to do that, which I mean, I want to do it anyway. But it feels like they're coming back. And I don't... Even last week, I had a meeting with somebody who is either potentially one client and might bring me two additional clients. So even with that, I'll be fine. It's like the next two months of feeling okay with having less money in my bank account because I have invested it. And knowing, I know for sure that the investment I made in Paige coming on to relieve the stress that was working the storefront all the time and having her fully taking that over. Like I think I worked one shift this past weekend and like an hour before that. And it's almost the end of March. So like I've had a lot of time. She's exactly the right investment and I'm obsessed with her and I didn't want to miss out on getting her when we needed her, but I don't want to take more debt at all. (laughs) I mean, eventually I'll be fine with it, but like, I don't want to take more debt right now because it's a couple months and how do I feel okay with less money and feel okay sitting with this, you know, push and pull of a little bit of stress and not let it fully drag me down back into rock bottom by like taking on more debt that then isn't good debt or whatever, just to make sure I get through these next few months.
1: So obviously keeping in mind what you're working towards. Yeah. Remembering to be grateful for all the things that you have invested in taking the time to, instead of worry about what might happen to dream about what is going to happen. Mm. And having people around you that support your dream and can help when you feel very stressed and you, you've kind of gotten to that point where it's not a rational thing. Cause a lot of yeah, times. I feel like that. Yeah. Like I can
0: convince myself like that. it It's not as rational to think that way because it's, it's not the, my reality. It is
1: my anxiety. Right. It's kind of like your anxiety is just making it feel a little overdramatic and having the people around you that know you and can help you through those feelings. Because a lot of times I think that that's what our problems are, is we just make it a bigger deal than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And just because we made it up in our heads doesn't mean it's any less real. It's totally just as real and difficult to deal with. So having those people that can support you and help talk you through it, walk you through it. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing is, like you just said, you know these investments are going to pay off. Right. So anytime you feel that stress or that fear come up, give it a second and give it its little moment. Yeah, I hear you. This is where it's coming from because my past has told me that this is... A bad thing, or I'm in a bad place, Mm -hmm. and look at all the work you've done and how far you've come, and think like how far have you come in the last year? My God, so far, (laughs) and think you're going to be just as far, if not farther, a year from now. Yeah. So it's all about. We've been working like
0: three to four years almost.
1: Yeah, I think it's been...
0: Oh my gosh. Right before more. the pandemic, I remember.
1: Yeah. And I think time. back
0: to then when I was like, Melissa, every single one of my bank accounts is overdrawn. Like, I don't know how I'm going to pay Adrian tomorrow. Like, I don't know how I'm going to bring this in. And like, I let it overwhelm me and paralyze me. So you're saying like, keep perspective on, on that and keep basically grateful
1: Yeah, how far you've come. Like grateful for yourself to yourself. Mm. Like obviously everybody talks about being grateful for the blessings that they have in life and that's a great thing to do. It's wonderful. But take the time to be grateful to yourself for all the hard work that you've put in to get yourself here where you want to be and just keep doing that. Keep loving yourself in that way over and over until you get where you want to go and just keep going. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And I feel like if I sit in the, it's, it's almost like anything that's not helpful. I just consider a distraction. So if it's not helpful to getting, you know, a full like roster of clients in summertime for these like media services and events and everything, like I also know that in summer, June and July, the tourism in Louisville is just through the roof and we have our best months. Like everybody says like your J months in retail are like the worst, Well, for me, I'm in a very like tourist area. So June and July, I'm like, all right, we're already planning. We're going to be open every day. I already have staff that are coming in. I already have like, we're already, I'm teaching Paige how to hire. So even the next person, I'm like, okay, I want to be the third interview. My team is so beautiful right now. And my company culture is just fucking killing it. Everybody is happy. Like we're all supportive of one another. There's no poison in the water. I'm not bringing in poison. No. (laughs) So I was like, you got to get through everybody (laughs) if you're going to be a part of this team, because these decision makers that I have that are Adrian and Paige, like I want them to be just as comfortable with that decision. So again, it's like, it's another investment I'm going to have to make into, we need retail like help and we need them in June and July, but in May, It definitely goes up every month. I mean, we're in March right now. We're about to have a massive event this weekend. And I'm like, how do I get another five-figure day? Because, baby, I didn't tell you this, Melissa. We had a five-figure day at Valentine's Day. Yay! Yeah, so excited. That is fabulous. So cool. It was my first one of my career. And it was just really exciting. So, like, how do we get another one? Now I'm like, okay, well, it's possible, obviously. Because we did it. So we already have stuff planned. We planned it all together for this weekend. Like I just keep having to make these investments. So like I said, with retail staff or, um, you know, with the branding for the new wow factor, like company, like I'm working on that. We just did a massive photo shoot before recording today with you. And like, I'm paying all of these people still, but I'd rather be paying the people than filling my store with more stuff. Like I thought for a long time that that was the answer. And for a while, I'm, I basically was like hoarding product. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, if I have more stuff, then I'll sell more stuff, which partly is true. However, I have so much stuff in the store right now. Like we have $100,000 of inventory and that used to be all consignment. And now it's all wholesale. So talk about a massive shift. I own this stuff. If I have to liquidate it, fuck it. I got to liquidate it or whatever. Like I get to choose.
1: That was such a huge transition for your business.
0: Such a big one. And really, I mean, if you think about like, like I said, these are all investments. So like there's a hundred thousand of investment that I have into my space, like with all the product, with women owned businesses. And I didn't even like having consignment because I was like, well, then they're taking on more risk. Like I didn't like that for them. I wanted to be a wholesaler, but Without the, you know, SBA loan that I had, I wouldn't have been able to do that. And so I had to open the store with the uh, consignment like model, but moving that over to owning it all beforehand, instead of paying them after it's sold, you know, they're happier as vendors. <laughs> I'm happier because then I got to do what I got to do with it. You know, if there's one piece left, sell it off. Like it's cool. Like I get to make the decision about some pricing stuff and that investment still makes me money in some way. But I feel like for a long time, I was like, well, the more stuff, the more like it was just more, more, more. And then I'm not in a more, more, more situation now. I'm a little bit in a more, more, more situation with like people and investing into my staff, but it's fucking working. And I I was like going through the store last week with them and they're like, well, we're out of this and that. And I said, y'all, we still have $100,000 of stuff in here. And while we're light, which I haven't now been able to explain, like, I'm like, your jobs are not in any jeopardy. You don't have to worry about that. But there will not be extra funds going out to things for like a little while because we've invested them and they agree with the investments. They're happy about them. I'm like, that's great. But we're not going to be buying non-best sellers in the store that we have to restock and like trying new things in this spring. It's just not going to make sense for us. We're going to sell through the things we have. We're going to re-merchandise so people can see new stuff that they maybe missed. And then they're going to still feel like it's new and exciting. And we won't have to be basically in a way cash poor because of having so much like inventory rich. And I'm like, "Mm, I'm good on inventory. Except I did just put in an order today. So (laughs) I'm lying, I guess. Well, it's a $200 order. It's not like thousands. Which right. before it was thousands at a time. Yeah,
1: so. I mean, in the past when we talked, you were very, very concerned about purchasing more product. It was yeah, almost all the time that we would talk about what we needed more money for. That was what you wanted.
0: You're right. I kind of forgot that. Like even I don't know, like last year or something. Mm-hmm. I was I just started to make that transition last year, probably January or so. And man. I took up the rest of my EIDL for sure. That loan was like, oh, you want product? <laughs> <laughs> and the other product was like, she don't see us. <laughs> you know that TikTok? Yeah. She don't see us. <laughs> I'm like, I see you product. I just had to get it reorganized. But I feel like, you know, the first two years of the business, it's like, what works? Who knows? You know, and now we know. Mm-hmm. We know it works. We'll restock that stuff. But I was talking to them. And even in the past with, you know, just um, different employees are like, there was a lot of excuses around like, well, I don't have the right product, so I can't make this sale. And I was like, hold on, you have a store full of products. Like, are you not excited about this product? Should we chat about it? Do we need to do some research? Like, what would make you excited to, you know, talk about and sell this product that is sitting here? And they were just, there was a lot of excuses and a lot of lack. And I was like, hmm. You might not be the right person because when I told Paige that, she was like, absolutely. I've got this. No big deal. She needed a little help with merchandising. I helped her this weekend. She asked for the help she needed, gave it to her. All good. I was just like, you are the right person.
1: Some people are, are fabulous at sales, especially when it's wonderful stuff that they believe in. Some people aren't so great at sales. And even if they want to, they try, they don't have that excitement in a way that they can show others. Mm-hmm. But Paige is Paige gets amazing. It. Yeah. My kids are like in love with her. They met her for one minute at the Galentine's <laughs> Day event and they're like, she's so awesome. Oh my
0: gosh. So I feel like, and I was telling her this on her podcast episode, the amount of times that recently on like, Google or Instagram or wherever that people have called out Paige for being helpful and kind and happy in the store. I was like, there's no doubt in my mind that when I leave the store that she fills it with the energy that I used to bring. And I still, I mean, obviously I'm in the store sometimes, but I am focused on building these new revenue streams so that we can have more cash flow and the services have less... Cost of goods, obviously. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I mean, really, it's just very different like revenue model. So for me, not having the new black anymore, which was that higher dollar amount item and still having the low dollar amount item from Wow Products because everything's like $50-ish and under, I need that high ticket item that is just time and our energy to go out the door so that helps me pay off these big loans without having to put in more money front it's like paying off it's a little bit of like I'm consigning my <laughs> services right I didn't think about it that way yeah paying myself for myself or after but me and Adrian have to be out of the store in order to do that and we have to not have the new black in order to do that and already people have come to us and we're just like all right here's the prices here's the stuff and they have so much trust in what we're able to do because of all the free things that we've done to build our portfolio and the 14 years of experience that I have being an entrepreneur and doing it organically through social media, they trust us.
1: I mean, people have been watching you for years. They know you, they trust you, they love you. Like how many times do you meet people that they know you and you've never met in person? And how many times have you met people that you know them and you never met them in person? Like at the Valentine's Day event, I got to meet some people I had never met before. And we're like, oh my gosh, it's you. I love you. Oh my gosh, it's you. I love you too. And it's so genuine and easy. And you've built such a trust in this community of women in the city. Like you have such a huge crew of people that know you and trust you that it totally makes sense that you offer something and people are like, yes, I want it right now.
0: <laughs> it is kind of nice. Like, I think people don't realize that each business, you know, like there's no overnight success. Every overnight success is like a decade long. And I'm like, this wow factor will be my seventh business. <laughs> like my first ones were not successful financially and we're more hobby like, and we're more learning experiences But I was at a Network of Entrepreneurial Women event recently and the speaker, Sarah Hines, which was also my maiden name. So it's funny. um, She was like one of the top 40 women in AI, like in the world. And she's like doing amazing, cool things. But I love what she said. She said, fail just stands for first attempt in learning. And I was like, that's such a good thing. Like, I love to think of it it. like that.
1: Yeah.
0: And so like, I'm not even scared of the word fail or I'm not worried about any of that. It's just mostly learning. We've talked about this a lot. And like, I feel that I've learned a lot and that I have understood how much community, how much trust has to go into, you know, someone pulling out money from their wallet and putting it into yours. Like, I don't let people down it's like a Lannister like she always pays her debts <laughs> like Don't take me a minute <laughs> I'm lawn now I can be a Lannister <laughs> oh, I'm gonna be a Targaryen that's fine
1: <laughs> way better
0: my dragons sometimes I feel like my cat is kind of like a dragon I don't know it's fine but anyway <laughs> tangents we're tired y'all but we're getting through this that's right y'all know that I love being kind generous and I love something sweet no surprise there. (laughs) Well, after I got a really negative comment on TikTok, I was introduced to the most loving, kind woman named Ashley. Ashley is the owner of Kindness Cookies. And she sent me a massive box full of amazing cookies for me to enjoy. I think I ate them for like a month straight because they're individually wrapped. And now Kindness Cookies is a sponsor of the WOW podcast. So let me tell you about them. Kindness Cookies Cookies is a small, woman-owned business that ships gourmet, chewy, soft cookies nationwide. The mission of the company is to spread kindness through their cookies and through their charitable donations, which makes it the perfect gift for celebrations, birthdays, and really just every day because, well, you always need something sweet, right? I sure do. Every month, there's a new flavor and a new charity to support so you can put your money where your mouth is. Kindness Cookies has seriously hooked us up with a discount for wow listeners. You can use code wow for 25% off your first order with Kindness Cookies. So kind of to wrap this up, you're saying we're not where we used to be, which I agree with. So yay. Progress. Progress. And, you know, the investments and like, be grateful for them. No problem. I am. And recognize that like the stuff I did last year with switching from consignment to wholesale, as well as building up these new revenue streams, does have a tipping point. And I just need to chill out for a couple months and let it flow, not let it distract me and keep going towards the goal because it's not that far away. You know, like that's like two, three months.
1: It's not. And so close, be grateful for yourself.
0: Oh, yeah, for me, I, I'd be like Snoop Dogg, I'd like to thank me.
1: Yeah, don't forget <laughs> yourself, definitely want to do that. And
0: honestly, that's the one I forget the most
1: like, really, perspective. Mm-hmm. The thing that I keep coming back to over and over recently is how important perspective is. Yeah, so realizing how far you've come in a year and think how far you can go in the future. Think how far you've come in four years and where right. you're going to be four years from now. Oh
0: my God. I can't.
1: <sighs> and if that overwhelms you, don't think no, about no, it like that. I mean it.
0: When I, when you said four years from now, I just imagined myself like swimming in a money pool.
1: I'm you're like, gonna be like it was not Scourge overwhelming <laughs> i in.
0: go off the um the diving, diving board. board to the deep end mm-hmm. and just like wait around <laughs> in my mind <laughs> Right. right. Knows, maybe I will have a money pool watch out
1: full of money and mm-hmm. sanitizer
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe I'll be printing my own money and putting it into the money pool like legally not like weird like <laughs> not like Printing actual money, but Not like what's shit. in my bank account, I just print it and then I mean for Galantine's and the little cash cube that we had. I got ten thousand of WoW bucks printed for that.
1: That so was awesome.
0: I could fill them. I could fill
1: a pool. My girls have been holding on to theirs. They Aww. they they were all like crumpled because they had to grab them with their fists, right? So when we took them home, we laid them all out flat and we Cute. put books on top of them so that they could put them back in their wallets that they took. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. It was well, fun.
0: I mean, you really helped my money mindset today. Like I am on the right track. It's got to be patient and not let it distract me.
1: That's right. And mm-hmm. lean on people when you need them.
0: Yeah. That's been kind of cool about having the right crew right now too is like the right like staff members is that I can be clear that like this is the reason why and they appreciate understanding the reason why, like why we're light on cash or and they understand because I mean, I'm not taking away from them. I'm like, y'all just got beautiful raises. We installed a 401k program this year. Like, I'm not taking it away from them. And I would never.
1: (laughs) No. Transparency makes everyone much more comfortable.
0: Yeah. Because then they know what to expect and then they feel good about the decision. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it is pretty cool to have like, not only do I have, you know, a lot of trust in the community, but I... Like they have a lot of trust for me, I guess I should say. But now I finally have trust in myself and what I can do because I have been working on it for such a long time. And I also have trust in my team that I can say those things and they won't be scared.
1: (laughs) Right. It's okay. It's awesome.
0: They'll handle it with me and I'm not alone. (sighs) Which is the best? Well, let's just end it there because I feel great. And...
1: (laughs) Love it. I mean, sometimes it's just having talking about it. Having the right people... Yeah. Really can make all the difference. And having trust in yourself and yeah. appreciation for yourself for sure.
0: Well, and I have you to talk to all the time. So it's even better.
1: Love it. Always. Anytime.
0: Forever. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here, Melissa. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you for just some of your calm money mindset vibes so that if they don't have someone they can trust or they don't have trust in themselves, they can contact you and you can help guide them through this money mindset process.
1: Yeah, come see me at melissablandfordcoaching.com.
0: Love, love, love it. Mm -hmm. melissablandfordcoaching.com. So original. We should get like jingles for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for listening, moneymakers. And until next time, moneymakers go out there and make that money. If you want to put more money into the wallets of women, like we do, then check out our website, thewomanownedwallet.com. And we can't wait to continue the conversation on our social media. So definitely follow us on our Instagram at womanowned.wallet and on TikTok at womanownedwallet. You can support us by following our podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. And don't forget to leave us a review. Thank you for listening to Woman Owned Wallet, the podcast.